Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my Diamond Dream Team, my co-host. How y'all doing out there? And as Diamond would say, it takes a team to build a dream. So right now, I want everybody to stop, stop what you're doing. I want everybody to share, share this broadcast, share this podcast. Let them know that Silk is on the air and I'm ready to get down to the real nitty gritty because we have a whole lot to talk about. Now, if you truly, truly care about this country, about the constitution, about what's going on in our country, about the way that our it, it appears that our own government is trying to poison us, it's not trying, they are poisoning us, then you will share. You will share. I have to call a thing, a thing. You know, a lot of people have been sitting back quiet, quieter than mice peeing on cotton, but not silk. No, I have to call these bastards, buzzers, beetles, whatever you want to call them, out. And that's what I will be doing, period. So it's imperative that you share and let them know that silk is on the air. If you have any questions tonight, be sure to email them at diamondandsilk at gmail.com. That's diamondandsilk at gmail.com. Look, don't forget to download the Frank Speech app, the Frank Social app. It's, it's free for you to download. So go ahead and download those apps so that you can stay updated and informed, okay? Shout out to all of our affiliates. Shout out to everyone joining us on Getter, on Rumble, CTA TV, uh, and RSBN, thank you all so much for st streaming the Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live content, the shows, to everybody that stream my content. I want to say thank you so, so, so very, very much. Um, also, don't forget about the mass derma. That's right. Before Diamond passed away, she was working on this particular project with one of our sponsors or affiliate. And... Uh, they, the, you can go to masterma.com. This is for individuals that still wear the mask or have to wear the mask. And with everything that's going on now with them, uh, all of this chemical burning in the air and so forth, it's a possibility we may have to just wrap up like mummies. I'm telling you, because you can wear a mask, but if this stuff get in your skin that's still your pores, guess what? It can affect you, okay? But a lot of people is having skin irritation, breakouts or what have you underneath their mask. So you can use this particular product to help with those skin irritations. Go to maskderma.com. Also, don't forget about my pillow, my pillow 2.0. You all, it is the best thing since sliced bread. Let me tell you something, like I said to my real women out there. I'm talking about the real, I ain't talking about the men trying to be the women. I'm talking about the real natural born women that may be over 50 or maybe having some menopause issues. And you know what comes along with the menopause issues, some hot flashes that I occasionally have. Well, let me tell you something about this MyPillow 2.0. Mike Lindell, they have a technology in this pillow where it keeps you cool. So I don't soak out my pillows anymore from sweating at night, okay? Because these pillows keep me cool during my hot flashes. So you want to go to mypillow.com, use promo code DIAMOND. That's promo code DIAMOND. And you can buy one, get one free. Also, don't forget to, about our book, Uprising, Who the Hell Said You Can't Ditch and Switch, The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. 
You can get our book at diamondandsilkbookstore.com or diamondandsilkstore.com. Diamondandsilkstore.com. All right. For everybody that wants to know about Diamond and Silk, our upbringing, our parents, and so forth, how we got involved into this political spill, you can get the book at diamondandsilkstore.com. Now, before I go another further, is a, there is another mofo that I got to get straight right quick um, before we bring on the guest. The mofo is the media. Yeah. To all of the media, the lamestream media that continues to email me because you want me to come on and, and do this interview to talk about my sister and her death. Where were you at when she was alive? Where were you at? If she wasn't worth talking about when she was alive, I'd be doggone if you think I'm going to talk about her now that she's dead for you to get some rating. I am not going to do that. So if any of you want to know about my sister, about how I'm feeling and taking this, then you come here to frankspeech.com and you can see it all go down right here. Period. Okay? So stop inundating my email trying to figure out about my sister. I'll talk about her when I get good and doggone ready. Period. Now that we got that out the way, I want to go ahead and bring on my guest. Yes, I want to bring on my guest for the simple fact we have a whole lot to talk about. It's still going on here in our country where these people are doing different things within our country. They don't want us to know about it. They don't want us to talk about it. And they want to keep us in this cycle and they want to call it a pandemic, but I call it a planned scamdemic. They are scamming our country. They are stealing our wealth. They are trying to take away our constitutional rights. Okay, they want us enslaved to them. And I'd be doggone if my ancestors were slaves, why the hell would I want to be slave? Why? I want I don't want to be a slave. Okay, so that's why here I will continue to call every last one of these corrupt demonic bastards out, starting from the top with this Biden regime. Okay, so she's a biotech analyst with over 20 years of experience, who fact checks the US government, CDC, NIH, and the FDA, all while using their own documents against them. Please welcome to the show, Ms. Karen Kingston. Karen. Hi, so thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I really appreciate wow. it. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really, truly appreciate it. I want to go ahead and get into this because we have a lot of ground to cover. A lot of people are asking a lot of questions, even though the media in your day, uh, 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 my uh, email, we have a lot of people that also uh, write in and they have a lot of questions about what's going on. You know, since uh, I was at my uh, sister's celebration of life ceremony and I got there and I spoke and I started uh, talking about how when you're uh, the animals that's in the wild, how they can just get injected one, all they have to do is inject one animal and how that one animal, whatever content they injected that one animal with, it rubs off on the other animals and it can make them sterile or, or what have you. A lot of people are like, you know what? I didn't get the jab. I didn't catch COVID, but I am all of a sudden sick with all of, you know, with all of these different ailments. 
So it's opening up a lot of people's eyes. I'm here to still continue to carry the torch of saving America, just like my sister died on the hill of wanting to save America. And so that's why I have you here tonight. So we can try to do this thing. Now, one of the questions that continue to come up or uh, continue to get asked is, is the jab actually the actual virus? That's a great question. And one of the things that you had said um, when you're honoring Diamond was that when are Americans going to realize that we're being poisoned? Um, and, you know, you don't need to be injected with the bioweapon to have exposure to it. And so what I thought I would do is go back to the beginning of the pandemic to the, the, the Eco Health Alliance pitch to, DARP, uh, to DARPA, to the D uh, Department of Defense, mm -hmm. where they talked about how they created the lipid nanoparticle technology to inoculate or to create a pandemic using a bat vaccine. And that's the same technology that's in these injections. And that's the same technology that is poisoning or inoculating or harming many of us that haven't been injected. Um, and I can say myself included, I've been sick as well. So maybe we can, yeah, we can talk about that some other time, but maybe I can go straight into the documents. That'd Is be that great. okay? Yeah, okay. That, that's Let okay. That's yeah, let's do this. So, cause you had asked, what is this? Um, is the virus the same thing as the, um, the injection. So let me know when you can see, when you can see my yep. screen. I can see. Okay. It. So um, this information was uh, released in the summer of 2021. Project Veritas, again, great uh, patriots in America, James O'Keefe, had interviewed uh, or had gotten information from, uh, I think, a um, private Murphy from the Marine Corps, and he had released a pitch that EcoHealth Alliance had given to DARPA, the, Deva the Defense Advanced Research Project um, of the US military. And what uh, Sergeant Murphy had said was that SARS-CoV-2 is a bat vaccine. Uh, it's a precursor to a virus. And I would replace the word virus with a pathogen. So it's a precursor to anything that causes toxins in your body that would result in disabilities, disease, or death. Uh, and in his letter to Project Veritas, he said, um, there's enough information in the documents I'm providing you to start an investigation um, and to know um, what the cause of the pandemic is um, and how to frame it. And he also said that the strategy is to basically um, to begin early pro treatment protocols with, you know, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine um, and uh, basically to, to treat those who are most uh, susceptible, uh, susceptible to, to SARS-CoV-2. Um, he talked about vaccination not being an actual feasible approach. So this is uh, the pitch. This is the request for proposal that DARPA put out in January of 2018. It was called Preempt. Um, what they, they said, and this is a made-up story. Um, they said that viruses jump from animals, so from apes or monkeys and birds and bats, to basically, um, to, like through a mosquito to a pig, and then a soldier would eat a rib, and that's how he gets infected. And that's just a lie. Um, mm -hmm. In this doc, in this documentation, they also talk about predict 
uh, and PREDICT um, talks about how they can track um, emerging viruses from zoonic, from animals to humans. And, and the way they jump is actually through labs. So okay. this is EcoHealth, yeah. So this is EcoHealth Alliance's pitch to, to DARPA to respond to the request for proposal. And they're talking about bat-borne coronaviruses, which is Ralph Barrick's library of thousands of viruses that he created. And it says here that we're going to take um, the backbone of SARS-CoV-1, so a human coronavirus. Yeah, and we're going to insert the Wuhan Institute of Rheology bat coronavirus and create a new virus. They're calling it a new virus, but I'm going to show you it's a lipid nanoparticle with clinical signs. So with symptoms, disease, and illness that cannot be reduced. So they cannot be treated with monoclonal antibodies or vaccination. So this okay, okay. is key. Stop, stop right there. Stop right there. Yeah. Let, let me circle okay. back to something that you said. You said that the okay. lie that they said was that the virus jumped from bats to animals to this, this, and this, right? Is what they yeah. said, that this is what happens to the virus. But when mm -hmm. I get up and talk about how the virus sheds, and jumps from this one to that one and that one. They call me a conspiracy theorist. You see what I'm saying? They can sit here and say that this virus, they can openly say that this virus jumped from this to this to this. Do you follow me? Oh, I'm going to show you in the proposal where they say they use the lipid nanoparticles to infect bats, and then the bats can infect one another through right. skin contact. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're That's right. What but when I got up and said it, I was called a liar and I was called a conspiracy theorist that this actually does this. And I got you what you're saying, that what they said was a lie. I got that. But the deal yeah. is they said it. That's yeah. all I'm trying no, to do. You're, not, you're not a conspiracy theorist. This is, this is a, this is, you are following the science. Right. You're, you're following the science, which right. is that they use... Uh, vaccines and they can use aerosol vaccines, dermal yep. vaccines on the skin, or they can inject an animal. That animal can be a human being so that the human being or the animal can infect others within their species. That's the science. All right. I mean, that, that, that is actually the science. I mean, it's that's not even, science. yeah. It's so in, in the, so the Ebola vaccine, which um, Dr. Malone worked on in 20, I think it was 2013 with Merck, they clearly state that you can, like, through the vaccination, people can infect others with Ebola through shedding. It's in the FDA filing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, right. so it, it, it's not it's not conspiracy theory. It's science. The concept of vaccination is actually, um, it's a pretty dangerous concept, really, as we yeah. go, especially the, with this coronavirus. The reason why I wanted to circle back to this is because I was fact-checked by Facebook that said that there is no evidence of spreading this virus. There was no evidence out there. And I had to send them their own documents, the, the, the FDA documents and Pfizer documents that show how people can be exposed to this thing. So that's why I wanted to circle back to this here to clear that up. So they know I'm yeah. not a liar. They are the doggone liar. Yeah, absolutely. And they can cite the 2015 FDA document called Viral Shedding from Viral Gene-Based Therapies and Oncolotic Treatments and that states right there that if you recreate a viral sequence and you inoculate an animal with it, then or a human being, that human being can then infect others with that virus, so with that protein, me, specifically so with a protein. You, so let me ask you this question. 
whenever mm -hmm. this virus was was engineered, created, what what people want to know is, was there a, a virus that was actually spread it, or was it fear porn that was spread it? So people will be in fear and want to take the injection, the quote unquote vaccine, and and you know they thought they was doing something that was good for their health. So that's why the question is, is the jab the virus? So can I, can I the next slide will start showing it because it's, it's okay. Yeah, let me go back. Um, this is it. I know when you can see it. Okay. So so if you go on to the next slide, what they talk about was um, hold on. Let me go here first. Mm -hmm. is they say they're going to create the recombinant spike proteins. Remember, the spike proteins cause the disease. They cause inflammation, disease, and death. And they're created in a lab using mRNA sequences and infecting cells, and then they incorporate them into the nanoparticles. So this is the spike protein, and this is nanoparticles from peer-reviewed journals. So the virus is the vaccine, as Jason Murphy was saying, it's the nanoparticle, and the nanoparticle can, can what they say in the proposal, Equal Health Alliance says in the proposal, is they can use the lipid nanoparticles, their delivery vehicles for the mRNA technology to cause pathogens in the body through transdermal applied nanoparticles, so putting that on the skin, um, edible gels, so something that animals or humans can eat, and then they can groom one another and, and, and infect each other that way. So touching one another, they say that they can aerosol them, you know, create a air, airborne attack spraying lipid nanoparticles, which are the lipid nanoparticle vaccines to inoculate you with this technology to create toxins. Wow. Um, and they can spray them down in and out of their bat caves or subway stations. So the virus is this technology. It's not a virus. And I have another study, I haven't had a chance, you know, maybe I come back on your show and talk about it, that uh, out of China in 2021, where they say the SARS-CoV-2 virus is 30 kilobytes. And they say how the MERS virus is like 300 kilobytes. So it looks like they've been using nanoparticle technology to infect people for a while. And then this is from the DARPA proposal right here. And you can see that they say they um, they create the, the, the trimeric, spike proteins, they infect cells in a lab, and then they merge them. These viruses are the lipid nanoparticles. They merge them with lipid nanoparticles, and then they use artificial intelligence to create new variants. Um, and then this is from a peer-reviewed journal. So you can see this looks like the spike protein. And I just pulled a couple different images. So this is from The Economist. This is an image of a spike protein, but it looks like technology and biology, but The Economist called it a spike protein. This is the lipid nanoparticle technology from a peer-reviewed journal. And again, it looks like technology. And this is a, a, a nano weapon that's from a peer-reviewed journal. They're all the same thing, Silk. So, and so, this, so is is this is this like when you talk about artificial intelligence, are you talking about our military? This this here is created by our government, by the military. Let me see if I can stop share. This is me, this, this, this weapon. Um, let me go back. Some mm -hmm. of this technology was made, let me stop. Some of the technology was made by the military and some of it was made absolutely by Moderna. Um, there's no gray area there. Moderna has been working with BARDA for years. Um, 
the earliest information I have with Pfizer is Pfizer began working with BioNTech in 2018, but I don't know the history of BioNTech. Um, but this was a collaborative effort where um, the lipid nanoparticle technology was originally developed for uses in uh, allegedly cancer research. So really advanced forms of cancer and very rare autoimmune diseases. And so they were able to take what's called gene editing technology or CRISPR-Cas9 nanotechnology and inject people with it to modify the genome of their cells to stop end-stage cancer or to reverse a very severe autoimmune disease. Now, right. here's the thing, it's a very high-risk therapy which can cause um, you know, blood clotting, strokes, seizures, neurological disorders, because these you know, nanoparticles go everywhere. Uh, it can cause inflammation of the heart. And, and sometimes people die within hours or days of the injection, but they only had weeks to live. So the risk-benefit ratio was justified, you know, basically. But injecting American citizens and civilians with this technology was never justified because 90, we had a 99.9% .9 chance of surviving um, exposure to this bioweapon, you know, if our body, if it went through our respiratory system or our skin, it didn't get into our bloodstream. So we had a really good chance of survival. So um, this was, it was dual use of research funds. And I think it's clear when you start going through Pfizer's proposal with the US military, the military actually contracted them to make a safe and effective vaccine. Um, and Pfizer violated all the rules of the Food and Drug Consumer Protection Act with the FDA to unleash a bioweapon. So um, it, it's a situation where you have to I think as American citizens, we have to we have to take a look at all the documentation and the evidence. And when you go into a court of law, what matters is what's on pieces of paper. Um, mm -hmm. That's what matters. Yeah. So it um, sounds like I'm just going to be blunt. It sounds like mm -hmm. our own government has poisoned us. Um, make no mistake, uh, Pfizer and Moderna um, knowingly deployed these bioweapons on the American population. But of course, with the help of our government, because our government paid for this. Oh, excuse the me. Government? United yeah. American tax dollars paid for this. Yeah, our American so he... tax dollars, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, it's okay. It's okay. When you, when you realize what actually happened, what's Ooh. actually going on, it's enough to have you heated because these people did something nefarious against human beings and they know what they did and they're sitting yeah. back like they ain't done nothing but want to keep you quiet and call you a conspiracy theorist. All right, go yeah. ahead. You have the floor. Well, I would compare it to what's going on with big tech and the government. So we know big tech, Facebook, you know, because you're being called conspiracy theorists. I've been called a conspiracy theorist. I was kicked off of uh, LinkedIn. I'm back on for posting the Jordan Walker uh, expose from Veritas, the, the, the whistle, you know, the whistleblower, yeah. not the whistleblower, the guy that got caught talking about the mRNA technology. Yeah. And, and infecting monkeys. We're, we're the monkeys, by the way. We're the ones, as Jordan Walker said from Project Veritas, you can take a virus and infect a monkey with the lipid nanoparticle technology and then that monkey will infect other monkeys. That's, ex I mean, right. that's, we're the monkeys. I don't know if people understand that. So when a person gets injected with this lipid nanoparticle technology, they create 
virulent spike proteins that can then infect other human beings. So, but, but if you take a look at the analogy to big tech, what, what's happening with big tech is big tech partnered with the intelligence community and partnered with the US um, intelligence community. And they were told to violate our privacy rights, um, to violate our first amendment rights, and they did. But that's a violation of the Fifth Amendment because they, they were state actors um, who were following unlawful orders from the U.S. government. Um, so who do we hold to account? I mean, do we, do, we, do we try to go after those individuals in the government who actually do have a number of um, protections against them? Or do we go against the private organizations who committed crimes against American citizens? Because because that's what Pfizer and Moderna did. Wow. And let them drag the government into a court of law and then let them name names because we don't have the names. I have the wow. names of the people at Pfizer who are on the independent you know, safety review board and who work in the mRNA department and who work in regulatory, who mm -hmm. knowingly violated all the safety rules of the Food and Drug Administration Act, who knowingly caused death on children. Yeah, it's through the EUA, the way that they have it set up. You know, you don't have to basically go by the law whenever the military, the DOD, our Department of Defense is is involved. They don't have to do things by the law according to uh, the way Congress gave up their powers to the executive branch to be able to put all of this bull crap in place. Okay, go go ahead, Karen. Well, I can show you the contract. So Pfizer broke the EU, they even broke the unlawful law. And wow. they also forfeited their rights under the EUA law. So I can show you that, which is, so I, I mean, so if we're on the same page. I want to see justice and I want to see people held to account. And I, I am a mid-legal advisor. I am a strategist. And I just know what you can bring into a court of law is what's in a contract, you know, and, and what's in your clinical trials, like what, like, what's been filed with the government and Pfizer and the government put together the most bizarre contract where they told, where the government said to Pfizer, we, we don't really want anything to do with you. It's very different than the Moderna contract. They said to Pfizer, you're operating on your own. And then Pfizer promised to deliver a safe and effective vaccine. So Pfizer forfeited their right to not deliver a safe and effective vaccine by saying that they would in their contract. And there's other lawsuits that are being brought against Pfizer right now. Um, I think there's an, another company called, Regen it's not Regeneron, I can't remember, um, where they're pointing out that yes, under the law, Pfizer had, has immunity in certain situations, but because they signed contracts or they acted in certain ways, they then forfeited those immunities. And, and that's what I'd like to show people if that's okay. Certainly, come so. on, let's show it. Let's show it. All right, so let's go. This is, again, the spike protein. Oh, this is important. So Pfizer says on their website that their lipid nanoparticles turn human cells into spike protein factories. I just want to show people this. This is right from Pfizer's website. And they, I mean, everyone's like, oh, the concept of using nanoparticle technology, you're a conspiracy theorist. Pfizer says right on their website that they use nanoparticle technologies. Um, and they even show an image of a protein saying that they're in a, like that the human cell, this, this little factory is a human cell. This is gene editing to convert a human cell into a, a bioweapon factory. 
And in their FDA approval, it even says from August 23rd that the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, so that the in Comirnaty, there is the code, the computer code for the full-length SARS-CoV-2 spike protein from the Wuhan HU1 isolate. So from the, the Wuhan bioweapon. And again, they're turning cells into the Wuhan bioweapon spike factory, a spike protein spike factory. This is just the master patent I had found when, when I read it in May of 2021. It was obvious to me that the lipid nanoparticles were bioweapons and they can target organs throughout the body, um, including reproductive, cardiovascular, pulmonary, wow. central nervous system, and specifically crossing the blood brain barrier. So when I, I mean, I understand the documents I read and when, if you understand this stuff, you understand that it was a bioweapon. And then this just, this was the first autopsy done of an 86 year old male Within four weeks of one shot, he died of respiratory and kidney failure. And you can see the spike protein was in his um, liver or in his lungs, his, his tongue, uh, in his olfactory, which is up in the nose that goes into the, to the brain, uh, in, in his brain, the cerebrum, and his, in the trachea and the myocardium and the kidney. So when I read the patent, I knew this was going to happen. I don't understand why other experts didn't know that. But I think what we wanted to get through is the, the government contract. So this is Pfizer's contract with the U.S. government. And, and Pfizer states in the contract, you know, this is we're going to we're going to create a vaccine. But don't worry about the word candidate vaccine. It's just it, it is a vaccine capable of providing protection against SARS-CoV-2 and related coronaviruses. So that's you're, they're supposed to protect against SARS-CoV-2 and the variants. And they say it's subject to technical, clinical, and regulatory success. It says that all the property under this contract is owned by Pfizer. Silk, it's not owned by the government. Why are we going after the DOD when the DOD is saying, you own this stuff? It's not true that Pfizer just slapped their label on it. The government says you own it. It's right there. It says here, too, that this is bizarre, that the government's going to forfeit the Bay Dole Act, meaning that Normally, we would have intellectual property rights to your products, and we'd be able to march into your manufacturing facilities. And they're saying, nope, we're forfeiting all of that. And it says here that you, you're, you're not going to be able to um, deploy this. We're not going to deploy this on the U.S. population or rapid worldwide access until the vaccine is approved. So it's based on FDA approval. And it states that, um, you know, that this is contingent under the FDA law. Let me see this. That you're working towards clinical trials. That you've made success in phase one and two trials outside the statement of work. And it says here that the FDA will meet necessary FDA requirements um, and that these clinical trials are regulated by the FDA and HHS, so there's no need for regulation by the U.S. Army Medical Research Command, and that Pfizer is BioNTech's agent to the FDA. So the contract says, the government saying, the military saying, we're not involved with your FDA trials, you're doing that independent of us, and you're doing it with your own money, and once you get authorization or approval, you let us know, and then we're able to um, deploy this on the American people. I'm going to stop share so you can. Okay, okay, um, you know, that's what you're telling me. That's, you know, that's how what the it government, says. I, I, well, well, that's what it says. What, mm -hmm. what I'm feeling right now is that our own government, first off, colluded with China, with the Wuhan, with the people there at Wuhan. And then yeah. it seems like that you, you're reading this, this documentation from Pfizer, all right? 
what the government said they're supposed to do and that the government is not involved, it appears that to me that the government used Pfizer as a cover to push this. Because where is the data, the data, the, the, the studies to see this? You mean to tell me our government can pay these people, Pfizer and these other individuals, money to say, create a safe and effective vaccine against SARS, right? Yeah. But there's no way to see if what they are pushing on we, the American people, is actually safe and effective? No, no, I have the FDA trials. So Pfizer told the FDA to disregard all the harmful information. So what this is, so Silk, so we're on the same, I just want to say we're on the same page. We're on the same page. We absolutely are. So imagine if someone, um, I hate, like, you know, someone harms, like, okay, let's say someone harmed one of my brothers, right? Okay. And, or like, or, yeah, like I have three brothers, right? And, and someone goes, no, I'm not guilty. I have a contract and I was paid to do this. And I go, okay, I don't care if you were paid to do this, you know, that you had a contract that said you were going to drive my brother to and from work every day. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, you drag the person in that paid you to do this and you prove that they paid you to do it because I know Pfizer did this. I know Pfizer bullied the FDA. Yeah. I know Pfizer broke the law and I know Pfizer was contracted. No, so someone was contracted to drive my brother to and from work every day. And they said, well, the contract was actually to, to, you know, harm him. I'd be like, well, that's not what your contract says. So it's, I would say I'm, I'm charging you, you bring in the person that you're saying ordered you to do this. Does that make uh -huh. sense? It makes sense. But imagine if I was in a car accident with, uh, a U-Haul truck, a U-Haul mm -hmm. truck hit me I, and the person driving, do I go after the person driving or do I go after the company? Do I see what I'm looking at is that the, but the company is Pfizer. That's what I'm saying. This doesn't make a difference. So if I went, I bought the vaccine from Pfizer, I don't, I go after Pfizer. If I bought a t-shirt at Target, I bought, I go after Target. But if the FDA is supposed to protect we, the people, why didn't the FDA do their job? The FDA is not supposed to look the other way. The FDA is supposed to make sure we, the American people, are protected before you force all of this bull crap and people are. They didn't do their job. They didn't yeah, do Yeah, the FDA job. violated their own laws. Mm -hmm. All right. So, the, so there's, there's evidence that the FDA violated their own laws, and I can show that. I mean, I, I, think, I, have that I think I have that readily available. There's no evidence in the contracts, in the documents that can be brought into a court of law that the military ordered Pfizer to create a bioweapon. There's evidence that the FDA broke the law. There's evidence that Pfizer broke the law. There's evidence that Pfizer falsely promoted a safe and effective, vac a bioweapon as a safe and effective vaccine. So like, my, again, my, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just I'm just looking at this from a strategic perspective. Understand. On, yeah, like w w w if I'm going to go to a local county sheriff, which is what I'm doing now, you know, and I'm, I'm here in Collier County, we had a big win just a couple of days ago, where I, I said in front of five commissioners and hundreds of residents, um, if you go through the FDA filings, it is clear that this experimental biological agent does not prevent infection, does not protect against disease, was done under 
false, criminal, and misleading research. By definition, that is a bioweapon. And they decided right. to send back over $1.4 million to the NIH and CDC and break ties with them to send a message. But I said in a, in a government building in front of five commissioners and hundreds of people that people were injected with a bioweapon. And Silk, I'm not in handcuffs. But it's also not the biggest story. Under Florida law 790.166, what I said, saying that these biological agents are bioweapons, was no different than if I had claimed, you know, I guess it would be falsely claimed, but this was true, but falsely claimed that there is a bomb in the building. It's the same law. If what I said wasn't true, why aren't we pursuing Pfizer for unleashing and Moderna for unleashing bioweapons? Or why am I not in handcuffs? Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So let me see if I can find this. Oh yeah, this is helpful. Can you see the screen? Oh, yeah, I can see it. So this is this is this is a major, this is the biggest. I actually got to talk to some victims as well while I was down here. And they kind of have, you know, what you call Stockholm syndrome where um, they don't realize that they're victims of a crime. And they were saying, we don't want to go after Pfizer or, or Moderna. We don't want to press criminal charges. They think this was just a big misunderstanding. And when I explained to them that on October 22nd, 2020, the FDA met with, with industry, including Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson. And they said, we know all of these illnesses and injuries are going to occur. These are the clinical outcomes of the of the COVID-19 injections. So there's convulsions, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, a heart attack, myocarditis, pericarditis, uh, swelling of the spinal cord and brain, um, disseminated intravascular coagulation. That just means blood clotting throughout your whole body, thrombocytopenia, your you know um, your blood platelets uh, blowing up, death you know, spontaneous abortion, stillbirth, and multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. And when I shared this with the victims and they knew that this was going to happen, they said, I want to speak to the sheriffs. They want to press criminal charges. Now, this is a violation of all the FDA laws. So Pfizer and Moderna and the other manufacturers didn't not only know this was going to happen because of the phase one and two, three trials in humans for COVID-19, but as I said to you earlier in the interview, this technology was used in advanced forms of cancer and rare autoimmune diseases where they know when they inject someone with the mRNA lipid nanoparticles, they have a high risk of having a severe end, end stage disease or death as an outcome. And that's a reasonable risk for people who only have a few days or a couple months to live, but it's not a reasonable risk for a young, healthy child or adult or middle-aged woman or man to be exposed to this. And it's in violation, here's one of the laws, 312.42, that you cannot put human subjects on unreasonable risk for illness or injury. And then when they approved the, the vaccines for Pfizer specifically, they knew it was gonna cause myocarditis and pericarditis, they identified it. They said a potential risk, which is a confirmed risk, is that it was gonna cause vaccine-associated enhanced disease and respiratory disease. So you're more likely to be hospitalized when you get sick. And the missing information was they had no idea if this was ever going to work in the real world to prevent infection. They knew it wasn't. So again, 
any biological agent that doesn't protect against infection, doesn't protect against disease, the research is de deceptive you know, and criminal, is a bioweapon. So that's what I have presented. Oh, this oh, is important too. Would Pfizer okay. dismiss Brooke Jackson's case? They said, the government said, look, it's not funded by the government, uh, your clinical trials, that Pfizer's footing the entire bill and they did in the IND, they paid the $3 million uh, user fee act. And they also confirmed, this is the US government and Pfizer in, in, in Brooke Jackson's motion to dismiss, they confirmed that the FDA fully approved Pfizer's vaccine and that it's marketed and available under Comirnaty. So anyway, that's- So real quick, the stuff I that to share. list of different adverse effects that you listed for individuals that did get this injection and we talked at the top of the hour where these these injections can shed on others. That means that the unvaccinated can also get those adverse effects, correct? Yes, I think the most common adverse effects. So because as we talked about is what happens when you're injected? The gene editing lipid nanoparticle technology turns cells inside the human body into factories, factories that produce the spike protein. The spike protein is not what people are told it is. It's not a virus. It is a biosynthetic pathogen. It's a biosynthetic um, or, you know, organism that causes disease. Now people are, their cells, they don't turn off. They're factories producing bioweapons. And, and, and Sergeant Jason Murphy said this in the his summary of the Eco Health Alliance pitch. So now you're, these people are walking around as bioweapon factories and they can now shed on other people to infect them. And, and what doctors have reported to me and what I've read is the most common side effects are um, blood clotting from the shedding. So people are experiencing, um, I know Dr. Anna Mahasia has seen people have Rouleau. So that's when the red blood cells clot together She's, yep. she's observed that under the, uh, you know, when she's, when she's uh, treated people and looked at their blood. I know many mothers of young girls um, who, after they've been around uh, the father who, you know, they're, they're divorced and the father has a new wife or is living in a separate house and, and hit him and a new family is vaccinated. Uh, a young daughter between eight and 12 years old of age is having very heavy bleeding. So that seems to be one of the most common um, outcomes of being around those who are vaccinated is that they are being exposed to this bioweapon because the people that are injected are now bioweapon factories, essentially. Human bioweapons. Uh, let me ask you this. So that if someone was injected with this jab a year ago, mm -hmm. but they didn't get the booster, are they still spiking or shedding on others? That's a great, uh, that is a very good question. But, um, you know, we don't know the answer. The reason why is because Pfizer never did the clinical trials, which they were supposed to do to understand the cycle of spike protein production and shedding and quarantine strategies. And as you know, Silk, we are way past quarantine strategies. I am not someone to advocate that um, anyone be put in a camp or anything like that, whether you're injected or uninjected. Where I am at though, is that 
if you are in a family and you know people are injected or recently injected, there are therapies to, to stop that and appear to turn off these factories. And it's called chelation therapy, EDTA and DTPA chelation therapies. And I would recommend to people that they get treatment, especially, you know, because you don't want your loved ones to get harmed and you especially don't want children to get harmed and any woman of childbearing age or a newborn infant to get harmed. So, you know, I'm not saying to do um, quarantine strategies, but I think it's important for people to understand that they were injected with a weapon of biowarfare and um, they can actually um, cause illness, you know, yeah. to their loved ones. So, yeah. So let me tell you what my common sense tells me that yeah. if you get injected with this technology, which mm -hmm. is a bio, and it mm -hmm. was designed and create, created to replicate over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. What my common sense tells me is if you're not doing anything to ward off this, that it's gonna create, you're gonna create, continue to create this in your system and you will be that bio factory, that, that bio weapon factory. It's like a human bio weapon is what you've become and you're constantly shooting off these spike proteins to innocent individuals or people that chose not to be jabbed. It's, it's like a, a, a never ending cycle is what it seems like to me. And right now I'm not a scientist. I'm just using my common sense that if it continues to replicate, if the gain of function was even implemented to cause this to replicate over and over and over within yourself, I don't care if it was a year ago, you still gonna be that that spike machine or that bioweapon machine or factory, whatever you want to call it. It's like it's a never-ending cycle. And I got what you're saying as far as the government. I got what they got written there. But for in my spirit, we'll talk about my own inner spirit. There was some collusion going on here. It's some collusion because it's not making sense. And I'm going to tell you why. Because well, so it's not for you your got, spirit. You're correct. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. When you got illegal aliens coming across our border and not mm -hmm. being told that they have to get jabbed, but you want to jab up the Americans. When you have Congress that have exempted itself from getting jabbed, just think mm -hmm. about that. You want to tell mm -hmm. me this, this bull crap, and I want to really say shit. Is, 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 is you you want to tell me that this is safe and effective, all right? But Congress exempt itself from getting jabbed. That lets me know that this is nefarious. This what they've created and colluded to push off on we the American people is poison, is poisonous, and all of them. Everyone that had a hand in this need to burn in hell. Every last single one of them. People are losing their loved ones. People are dying around here and everybody mm -hmm. want to act like this is normal. Then when a person die, they put that the person died from a heart disease. They died from this other ailment. They died from cancer. But nobody yeah. want to talk about how all of this mess got started and how it's continually causing people to be affected by and have adverse effects where their body is deteriorating mm -hmm. while still being a bio 
factory. Because even if that sheds off on somebody else that's unvaccinated, then that unvaccinated person become a biofactory. And it continues on and on and on. But they want to call me a conspiracy theorist. And all I'm using is my common sense. So everything you said is, I don't, you're correct. It's not, you're absolutely correct. There's, I'm not, I, I don't disagree with, with you at all again, but I, I'm a, I'm a stra I'm also a strategist and a med legal advisor. So yeah. what I want people to do is focus on what they can accomplish and who we can go after. So we know the central intelligence agency and the FBI were colluding with Facebook and Twitter and social media. But do we go after the CIA and FBI or do we go after the private sector? That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think Is it's time. Target? Pardon me? I think it's time to defund the FDA, the WHO, the NIH, Dr. Fauci, the Biden regime, all of them. It's time to defund them because they're not yeah. looking out for our best interest here. They're not looking out for the for the for the safety of the American people. No, I agree. But the place to start is with the private sector. Is with Pfizer, I who conspired with the FDA to commit these crimes, and colluded with the military. But we can't go after the military. We're not going to have a code red moment with General Milley and a sheriff. It's just not going to happen. But we can wow. go directly after Pfizer and Moderna and use their documents that they submitted where they say, you know, it says in one of the FDA documents, Pfizer, the sponsor, which is Pfizer, said to the FDA, do not disclose the reactogenicity data, the severe adverse events of 100 children aged 12 to 15, because wow. it is not beneficial. They said it's harming children. So wow. we have, so that, that's, that's where, I, I, you know, I, I think what's happening is, we just need to be methodical and strategic and, and, and we can't state, I think it's very dangerous to state that there is no laws in the US that allow us to go after Pfizer. So we need to default to a global tribunal, which would basically be the United Nations to hold Pfizer to account. That's kind of absurd. You cannot contract to commit a crime. And Pfizer was contracted, as I just showed your viewers, to create a safe and effective vaccine period. Maybe the PrEP Act says it doesn't have to be effective, but Pfizer said they would make sure it was effective and they said it would make, they would make wow. sure it's safe and they do have to make sure it's safe under EUA law. Wow. So and also yeah. our Congress can't pass laws. They didn't, they didn't pass laws to actually make it legal to commit murder. So there are certain safety measurements that needed to be met and Pfizer ignored them, you know, and bullied the FDA. Maybe it was the military that bullied the FDA um, silk, but that's not what the documents show. The documents show that Pfizer bullied the FDA and said, gotcha. ignore the safety regulations. Gotcha, and, gotcha. and so that's where I would focus to get to start, to get a win. We need to start getting wins and we need yeah. to start holding people to account whose names are on pieces of paper, like Amit yeah. Patel, who, who was in charge. My time yeah. is almost up, sweetie. Let everybody okay. know how they can follow you, stay in contact with you. And I got to get you back on the show ASAP so we can finish this conversation. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, it you can follow me at karenkingston.substack. Uh, so you can just search engine Karen Kingston Substack. It's called the Kingston Report. 
that's the best place to follow me, or you can go to um, karenkingston.net. Um, but but just know I, I'm just a fighter. I'm a person like everyone else. I mean, I have a skill set to go through documents, but I'm here down in Florida meeting with real people, meeting with sheriffs and commissioners. And every week we're winning one battle at a time. And I promise you, we're going to hold these people to account. So Amen for that. Thank you so much for being on the show. God bless you, Karen. Thank you, Silk. God bless. Bye. Thank you. And you all, if y'all want to know what Diamond would have said about this, or excuse me, what Diamond said about this, I want y'all to take a look at this. You be quiet and be silent. But now we're supposed to be living in the land of the free. Yep, the home, the home of, of the brave, brave not, not slaves. slaves. Okay? Yeah, uh -huh. And so with us living here, how are you going to take and try to silence my voice when I have a question about something mm -hmm. or an opinion about something? Or if I tell people, do your own research, mm -hmm. educate yourself about this thing, and you want to silence me. Mm -hmm. And she and it's like she had this awakening. And Diamond and Silk been telling everybody about Listen, what they do. I'm telling you, we've been talking about that for a long time. For a long time. Why is it that people can say things they okay. Yeah. But if two black women say it, oh no, it's conspiratorial. Yeah. Oh, it's this. Look at those coons. Look at those Uncle Toms. But a lot of y'all about to get played as coons, especially right. the ones that have money. Because That's what's right. going to happen is, if you want to keep your money, uh -huh. you're going to have to remain silent and go along you're with gonna, the agenda. You're going to have to do it their way. That's right. Uh -huh. And not the way you want to, to do for okay. your body. Mm -hmm. uh, right. uh, now that's what the real sellout is, is about. That's what selling out is it, about. Without you even realizing it. Yes. Now, I'm not trying to demonize Nicki Minaj. No, I'm not. In no, no way, way, shape, or form. But what I want her to understand, I understand you from Trinidad. This is the United States of America. You thought you was in the land of the free. Mm. But what we got up there in the Biden regime, That's this right. ain't freedom no more, baby. No. This is straight communism, Marxism, and socialism all dwindle into one. That's and right. no, you as a black woman, you won't be able to speak here in the United States of America or they will take everything you got. I heard they invited you to the White House. Nitty. They didn't invite you up there to the White House to saying cool by y'all with no, you. I no, promise no. you that. No, and no, you no. need to be careful how you walk up there in your pink dress to Biden's regime. That's right. You need to be real, real, real yeah. careful. Yeah. Very, very, very careful. Mm -hmm. These people are playing nasty games. Nasty. Nasty games. games. I'm going to put this word in it. Nasty ass games. That's right. They are playing games. That's right. Okay, so here's what I believe. I believe that celebrities should yeah. But celebrities, some of them are going to be afraid to lose their money. And what? don't realize they're going to lose it regardless. Uh -huh. That's right. right. Yes. When they get done. That's See, right. it's, just like, it's just like this here. It's just like when black people sold black. It was black Africans that sold the black Africans into, into slavery. slavery. Right. Right. They yeah. were selling them, making their money. Selling them. And then the Europeans said, you know what? Uh -huh. you a fool. Uh-huh. You selling these people into slavery. You ain't no better. I'm going to take you to. That's too. the type of society that we are dealing with. That's why stop it with, oh, I'm a Democrat. Uh -huh. Oh, I'm a Republican. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. We better join forces as Americans. Yep. Whether we're black or white. Stop it with, oh, that's white supremacy. This white supremacy. Uh -huh. You see how the media has tamed you all like uh, slaves, slaves to go along with their narrative? So you all bet to wake up and smell the doggone coffee mm -hmm. as to what's going on. Mm -hmm. How is it? That they can say that black people are disproportionately affected by this virus. Mm -hmm. A white left-leaning liberal. That's right. Say mm -hmm. this to us. Right. To all of us. Uh -huh. 
And then whenever a black person asks the question, I want to know what's in this stuff. Or, or just, want, just, stuff, just, just still praying about or it. Or choose to say no. Yeah, uh, right now. Or just choose to say no. You want to call you, our anti-vaxxers. You want to bully people. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Educate people. Don't take and go along with what the White House narrative is. Because things that you don't know. Dr. Fauci, the top scientist, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, his little entity is the one that funded the Wuhan, uh, 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 whatever this is that they got going around. Yeah. His stuff, he funded this. Now, how are we listening to a scientist that funded this Wuhan virus, uh -huh. and now this mess has spread it, caused a pandemic, yeah. got people dying, had people sick, but they still want us. This administration still want us to listen to the man that helped that fund helped, all of this. That got his little hand in all of this. Mm -hmm. Listen, listen. It is Look. too many people coming out and they're saying some things when it comes to some of this to, to these vaccines. That's right. It, and, it, and here's the sad thing. Mm -hmm. The people that's being affected by it, right. I happened to come across their video in about an hour or two, they don't Shut it down. They took They it have off. removed uh -huh. that particular video. I received a text message from somebody I know, a prominent person. Uh -huh. A lot of their friends and friends' friends have died, they're saying, uh, from from taking this uh -huh. vaccine is, is what I, what they're telling uh, me. So my theory is I, you make your own decision. Make your own but decision. But do not allow this government, this thievering government uh -huh. to talk you and coerce you yeah. into into something and and these influencers they need to be careful because we already know the games that y'all we play. already know the game oh we uh -huh. know the games that y'all yeah. play and and, and yeah uh -huh. listen. but we just don't choose to fall oh for the listen though. we don't we don't uh -uh. play with you, you can't use us we're and abuse gonna, us yeah. like a tool you're not we're not oh, gonna no. play with you not we're not gonna not get, here we're not gonna get up and we're not gonna lie to folks no we're not gonna it won't be diamond and silk lie uh -uh. to the black community uh -uh. diamond and silk lie to americans uh -uh. if we see something and it don't seem right we are going to have to discuss it. Yes. And what they're doing to Nicki Minaj is wrong. I don't know if any celebrity will stand up for her. But Diamond Look. and Silk, we gonna stand up for what's right. Yeah. And she has a right to her opinion. She has a right to say what she wants to say. That's right. Th that's her body. Yeah. She chooses what goes inside In her, of her, her body. body. And let's take the word celebrity out of it. Mm -hmm. And let's just look at it as Americans. Right. Why can't we ask questions? Why can't we have a conversation? Why can't we have open dialogue right. about something that you say you want to tell us? Mm -hmm. They want to tell us this This is a pandemic. Yes. This is a virus uh -huh. that's going on and you got to get a vaccine. Uh -huh. But don't want us to have a conversation right. about it or ask questions mm -hmm. about something you want us to pump mm -hmm. inside of our body. That's right. When Diamond said what she said, and of course Silk said what she said, and it is still relevant today. Look, we got to get out of here. I want you all to make sure that you pray every day at 11:21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm praying for you, and I want you to pray for me. I believe in the power of prayer, and I believe that prayer changes things. So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. You're watching. Lindell TV.